This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, January 23rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Ledge responds to budget. Woodland wants ag tech and Trump pushes EU trade deal. Will SGMA pull California into a recession? The legislature delivered its first comments yesterday on Governor Newsom's budget proposal with an Assembly Budget Committee hearing. Among the many concerns raised by lawmakers, Republican David Mathis of Vassalia wanted to know if crop losses could tip the economy into a recession as the state implements the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act. Mathis pointed out that the San Joaquin Valley could lose $2 billion a year from fallowing more than a half million acres. At its 2019 report, the Public Policy Institute of California said that would be the most promising scenario. With business as usual, the impact would be nearly 800,000 acres and $3.5 billion annually. Urban regions would see impacts in the shipping sector with job losses in port cities, he said. Mathis wanted funding in the budget for fixing conveyance infrastructure rather than waiting to see if the proposed climate and water bond would include that funding. Ultimately, if the San Joaquin Valley becomes a dust bowl, he said, your entire budget could be shot. In response, Department of Finance staff pointed to $60 million proposed for supporting water trading and efficiency projects related to SGMA. Now keep in mind, when Newsom pitched his budget plan on January 10, he emphasized that all signs are pointing to a slowdown of the economy in the near future, but not a recession. The Finance Department is hoping the administration will issue a budget trailer bill on February 1 that unpacks the details more on the proposed items. On a similar note, Representative Jay Obernolt of Big Bear Lake wanted to know why the $6 billion being put into a rainy day fund was not being invested into water infrastructure while the economy is strong. He argued that repaying the proposed bond over the next 20 years would lead to paying an additional 80% in interest. Finance staff said the current low interest rates make it a good time for a bond, along with the immediate need of paying for wildfires and homelessness. With the proposed cuts to AB 617, Christina Garcia of Los Angeles lamented that the state's most disadvantaged communities will not be receiving the incentives funding they need for reduced particulate emissions. The governor could reduce the funding to $235 million from $275 million last year. And remember, some of the regional AB 617 plans would deliver incentive funding for farmers to upgrade equipment like almond harvesters and irrigation pumps. And on that note, the full Senate Budget Committee meets today to give its first comments on the budget proposal. Becerra, a federal lawsuit over Bay Delta plan is, quote, unripe. In March, the federal government sued the state water board over its Bay Delta plan. It claimed the board's plan to dedicate up to half of the water to support fish habitat would hurt farms and other businesses. It also claimed the state failed to comply with its own environmental laws in the decision. In a brief submitted on Friday, Attorney General Xavier Becerra, defending the board, argued the court should find the claim unripe and dismiss it. Becerra says the U.S. Bureau of Reclamation is alleging it faced discrimination. Since the plan has yet to be implemented, that claim is, quote, premature, he writes in the brief. Remember, the Water Board had approved the Phase 1 amendment to the plan in 2018, 
which affected south of Delta flows. Phase 2 has not yet been approved yet, and that would impact north of the Delta flows with a greater percentage of water set aside for endangered fish. The decision hinges on ongoing negotiations over voluntary agreements and avenue the governor supports as breaking the litigation cycle. Newsom could help Woodall grow into an ag tech capital. It's criminal that the city of Woodland is 15 minutes from the capital of the world's fifth largest economy, but has terrible broadband connection, says Trish Kelly of Valley Vision. Kelly speaking in a panel discussion yesterday at the Woodland Ag Innovative Forum. Kelly and other speakers pointed to broadband as one of several challenges for the agriculture community as it builds bridges to the tech investor community in the Bay Area nearby. The city will soon break ground on a 350-acre research park in partnership with the UC Ag Division and local tech incubator AgStart. Adam Engelhardt of Engelhardt Ag Services said one of those hurdles is that we have the technology, but the two sectors are just not speaking to each other. He said ag can't produce 600% returns like Salesforce can, but farmers work hard every day and generate sustainable returns. The head of Newsom's Economic Development Office, Lenny Mendesa, agreed. He grew up on a dairy farm in Turlock. He said on average the returns for ag tech investors would be higher with much lower risk. With the governor's broadband for all initiative, there is more to come, he promised. Mendesa also mentioned the $33 million proposed in the budget as seed money for a new Fresno-Merced Ford Innovation Corridor grant program. He said that may not be the only place where this program will occur. USMCA signing evokes new trade optimism. Senator Chuck Grassley, acting in his capacity as Senate pro tem, signed the U.S.-Mexico-Canada Agreement Implementation Act on Wednesday. The act sends the new North American Trade Pact to the White House for President Donald Trump's signature, but it also evokes a new sense of optimism among lawmakers in the ag sector for improving trade conditions around the globe. USMCA, the trade deal with China, signed last week in the pact with Japan that went into effect January 1. They're all providing new momentum for farmers that have been struggling with low prices, Chinese tariffs, and adverse weather, says Senators Pat Roberts of Kansas and Rob Portman of Ohio, who attended the signing. Trump wants EU trade deal finished this year. President Donald Trump bounced back and forth with reporters on whether he had a timeline in mind to wrap up a trade agreement with the European Union. And then he revealed he wants to see it done before the 2020 election. Finally, here's today's He Said It. Why anyone would oppose a check and balance on a bureaucratic, unelected organization with outsized power is beyond me, especially given that the past has proven why this bill is needed. That Jesse Rojas, a farm worker rights activist and an op-ed for Fox and Hounds on the Agricultural Labor Relations Board and support for it from Assemblymember Lorena Gonzalez. Well, that is Daybreak West for this Thursday, January 23rd. It's brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Chuck Allen.